Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Friendly reminder, you can watch the live stream by going to dlive.tv slash Casey the host. dlive.tv slash Casey the host. All right. Hit the follow button, too. Don't just lurk. You got to follow. It, like, helps when you follow. You, you, I, I'm able to give you rewards and stuff when you do that as well. So let's head into the latest Project Veritas investigation. Now, I'm just going to go over, really, I'm skimming this, okay? It's some of the stuff that I just went over with the news media. <clears throat> as we have highlighted, um, if you know anything about actual fascism or totalitarianism or anything else, that's who the Democratic Party and their allies in the media are now. That's just who they are. Um, I called this the Goebbels election before Election Day because Joe Biden was consistently repeating lie after lie after lie. Debunked lies. Lies that have been fact-checked by Washington Post, uh, USA Today, and other fact-checking websites as being completely untrue. But he kept repeating them. Twitter never flagged those posts. Twitter only flagged posts that came from Trump and his associates, but they didn't flag anything from Biden. Zero. Zero. Not one. Not one. They didn't even flag the post which included the commercial that the Biden campaign was forced to pull because it was fake news. They didn't even flag that one. This is who they are. And I went over this on the premium stream a bit today. One of the strategies, the goals, if you will, of tyrants is to demonize the good people while setting the stage for the tyrants to be the saviors and the good guys. It's not always a form of derangement. That cult of personality certainly kicks in. But censorship has never come from the, the good side. Censorship always comes from tyrants. Always. Which is why you're seeing it. So you've got a lot of these members of the media running around talking about cleansing and deprogramming and all of this other nonsense. And they've been, we've been talking about members of the press being a member of a cult for a long time. Uh, environmentalists being a member of a cult for a long time. And all of a sudden, now the, the news media is basically saying, oh, if you like Trump, you're a member of a cult. Meanwhile, this is, and this is where things get really interesting. Meanwhile, almost every story they had about Trump, this big bombshell, big conspiracy, was fabricated fake news nonsense. But they still peddle it. Joe Biden still peddled it just like the good Joseph Goebbels disciple that he is. And now what's Joe Biden doing? Joe Biden's running around after being called Goebbels by me and a couple of other people. He's going around and saying that Trump is like Goebbels. So you've got Goebbels calling somebody else Goebbels in order to hide the fact that they are, in fact, Goebbels. It is a very interesting time to be alive. So you've got news media out there. They're tracking Trump supporters. Forbes magazine is threatening anybody who is in the Trump administration, threatening any, any company who hires them. Forbes magazine. Forbes magazine. You've got members of the press out there talking about cleansing and deprogramming and all of this other stuff. PBS. This is one of the things that the Oxygen Thief Know Nothings on local message boards love to say about local talk radio. Just listen to NPR. 
or PBS. Mm, okay. Well, um, last I checked, and I mentioned this the other day, last I checked, MNC does not have somebody sitting in jail for firebombing police officers. They do. Interesting, right? Last, last I checked. Last I checked. We did not riot and throw Molotov cocktails at cops. We were not lending aid and support and comfort to terrorists who tried to burn down a building with people inside. They did. You want real news? Air quote, real news? Yeah, that's the radical news you're getting. Now, let me just extrapolate upon this for just a little bit, okay? The principal counsel for PBS, his name is Michael Beller. Now, I can't play you the, the audio because it's just it's not good enough to really transition over the air. I'm going to try and get some bits of some of these interviews maybe over the next week and, and see if I can clean them up and make them a little bit louder and clearer for you. But um, I listened to it. It just... It, it could work, but you're not going to understand a lot of what is said. So I'm just going to read it, okay? The video will be in the Daily Show prep, which you can get at theburningtruth.us at the end of the show. PBS Principal Counsel Michael Beller. Even if Biden wins, we go for all Republican voters and Homeland Security will take their children away. Now, this is what this guy is saying in an undercover investigation. And then he asked the Project Veritas undercover reporter, what do you think about that? We'll put, we'll put them, Trump supporters' children, into re-education camps. Yeah, this totally sounds like uh, free society, America. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It sounds like Nazi Germany. It sounds like Soviet Russia. This is what this is what the principal counsel for PBS, your taxpayers pay this guy, is saying. So we'll take all if even if Biden wins, we're going to go after all Republicans. We're going to take their children away. We're going to put their children in re-education camps. Okay. In these times, which are unique, I mean, Trump is close to Hitler. The tone deafness here of somebody advocating destroying a political rival and all of their supporters snatching all of their children away from them while of course demonizing trump for separating kids from their parents snatching all of their children away from them and putting their children in re-education camps and then calling the people that you're doing that to hitler it gets worse yes worse now i'm just scanning through the video because i want to read the transcripts for you <clears throat> then he is asked, what are you going to do if Biden doesn't win? Now, again, this is the principal counsel, Michael Beller from PBS News. What are you going to do if Biden doesn't win? Go to the White House and throw Molotov cocktails, he says. Huh. Who didn't throw a Molotov cocktail at the Capitol again? Not excusing the behavior. Who did not throw a Molotov cocktail at the Capitol again? Who actually picked up trash when they were inside the Capitol? Again, not excusing the violence that absolutely happened. Not excusing the Capitol breach in any way, shape, or form. 
but it's a far cry from throwing Molotov cocktails and picking up trash. So here he is for PBS. We're going to go to the White House and throw Molotov cocktails if Trump wins. Okay. Now, remember, PBS, public broadcasting, okay? This your your tax dollars pay for this crap. This should be a national front page story, by the way. Every media outlet, including this one, should have this on the front page because this crap is normalized and institutionalized now. This is not an isolated incident. This is not something that is rare. This is commonplace. He continues about those wonderful re-education camps that they're going to take all Republican kids to after they take them away from their parents. Kids who are growing up knowing nothing but Trump for four years, okay? You've got to wonder what their, Trump-supported children, going to be like. They'll be raising a generation of intolerant, horrible people. Horrible kids! You're all bad parents, every single one of you. I tried telling you before, they're going to come for your, uh, your kids when so many people realize, once again, that you are going to end up having a... Um, a blowback. A bunch of people are going to realize that they don't really need public school the way that they thought they needed public school, and they're going to homeschool as a result. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to then try and snatch your kids away from you from that to bring you back to public school. It's going to happen. He then continues on those re-education camps, enlightenment camps, he calls them. Okay, enlightenment camps. They're re-education camps, but they're nice. They have Sesame Street characters in the classrooms. And the children will watch PBS all day long. Okay. He then goes on to say, Americans are so bleeping dumb. You know, most people are dumb. I guarantee you, you pick five topics and he and I debate them. He knows less about those five topics than I do. Guarantee it. That doesn't mean you're dumb, Casey. It means you're ignorant. Right, but he says everybody knows less than him. You should watch PBS. It's good to live in a place like D.C. where people are educated and know stuff. Mm. Could you imagine if you lived in one of these other towns or states where everybody's just stupid, he says? Could you imagine, ladies and gentlemen? Could you imagine if everybody would just live in Los Angeles and wear their dang mask, we wouldn't have COVID? Oh, yeah, that's right. L.A. broke a death record again. Bummer. What's great is that COVID, what's great is that COVID is spiking in all the red states right now. So that's great. Mm. This is, again, Michael Beller, principal counsel, means he's a big wig at PBS. You're paying his salary. It's great that all these red states are getting COVID. The undercover reporter says, why do you think so? Because either those people won't come out to vote for Trump, you know, the red states. Or a lot of them are sick and dying. They have been fantasizing about Republicans dying from COVID since March. The reality is... COVID has been far worse in those pro-science, we-do-everything-Fauci-says blue states than they have been in red states. That's a fact. 
And here is a senior person at PBS saying it's a good thing that COVID is making Trump supporters in red states sick and they're dying. This should be a front page story everywhere. They'll bury it everywhere else. Why would they? Why would they show this? Shows who they are. We just went through an ABC News person. We have to cleanse Trump supporters. We went through Washington Post. They've got to be re-educated, deprogrammed. We've got PBS now sitting here talking about taking children away from all Republicans and putting them in re-education camps and forcing them to watch PBS all day. All of this featured in Orwell's 1984, by the way, all of this is exactly what they did in the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany. Then he says PBS has like real news. CNN doesn't have real news anymore. I mean, there's that's true. It's just talking heads talking about Trump all day long. He's, he's got a point there. I mean, he does have a point there. <clears throat> If you don't believe me, this is only a, I mean, this is only a fraction of it. I'll put this video and a link to the report in the daily show prep today at theburningtruth.us. You know, I've said it before. We're not dealing with what we now have as a, as a disagreement of ideals. We are dealing with evil. Period. Plain and simple. And there might be, for some of you leftists who are listening, I shouldn't say leftists, because if you're, if you're sane, you're not a leftist. But for some of you liberals or Democrats who are listening to the show right now, you may not realize you have thrown in with evil, but you have. People like Michael Beller control large swaths of the news media. People like this black supremacist, anti-every-other-race racist who Biden has just appointed to control the Civil Rights Division of the Department of Justice, who at one point said blacks are superior mentally, physically, and spiritually to every other race. Those are the people in charge now. And I know that there's a lot of people throw around Nazi Germany an awful lot, but what this guy just described, okay, the he just bloviating. This is in his heart. This is in his heart. And if we can have hundreds of thousands of people outraged over a comment that Trump had with all act was it no, all, was it all access? Where that guy is? Billy Bush. If we can have massive outrage over that, surely this, which is a heck of a lot worse, would garner this at least a similar bit of outrage and reaction, right? I mean, he's literally talking about snatching all Republicans, their children, and putting them in re-education camps, forcing them to watch PBS all day. You don't need to force anybody to watch something unless it's an absolute trash product. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.
and good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. You know, it's always amazing watching the news media pretend that Project Veritas isn't legitimate journalism. Because every time Project Veritas has a release, somebody gets fired. Somebody loses their job. Every time. And that wouldn't happen if what they were saying was not real. So Michael Beller has... Okay. He was asked to resign, and he resigned. He, uh, You can say he was fired, he resigned, whatever. He was asked to resign. From what I understand, he was asked to resign. So... The thing is, is you have to understand something. You know, this isn't just one guy. We have played you the montages. I've played you at least three montages. And I have more that I, I haven't even put together into a full montage yet. Of actual politicians calling for violence against Republicans and conservatives. Politicians. Elected officials. Not just local officials in Michigan. Members of Congress. We have members of the news media openly calling for violence, openly calling for rioting, celebrating the fantasy of physically assaulting somebody else. We have this all over the place. And while Twitter and other places will go out there and they will ban Trump for inciting violence, which he categorically did not do he specifically called for a peaceful demonstration at the capitol to cheer on members of congress that specifically happened it was on uh, i got tagged in a post and i usually don't bother chasing down tags on because people tag me and crap all the time uh, but i you know i was like all right whatever i got i got a minute i'll look so i was tagged in a post yesterday and, and somebody was um <clears throat> in a debate about somebody with uh, the president calling for vi violence and stuff like that. And somebody goes, I'm sorry, but your president called for violence. And I'm like, no, he didn't. I saw it with my own eyes. I saw him do it. No, you didn't. Just like you didn't see him say what he said because he didn't say it about injecting bleach you didn't see or hear him say to consume fish tank cleaner. You did not hear or see any of that. It didn't happen. But you've convinced yourself in your tribalist hate, you've convinced yourself that you did. There will be some people like, ah, you know, this guy from PBS, he's just, you know, whatever. He's just one dude. The problem is that I keep playing you montages with dozens of them. Not basement dwellers that nobody knows on social media. Influential members of the press and members of your government calling for this. And now the incoming head of the Civil Rights Division is an open racist. More coming up. 95.3 MNC. This is Casey Hendrickson. Something interesting is happening in Lone Pine, California. And it doesn't have anything to do with COVID. But in Lone Pine, California, which for the record is near the Nevada border, this is a, a conservative town. 
they vote like 52% Republican, 38% Democrat, something like that. So they, um, they still have a locked ballot drop box on the street. And they can't get anybody to pick it up. They don't know if there's ballots inside that haven't been counted. They don't know. Would it change the, the outcome in California? No, but it's just it's like, God, is this happening anywhere else? Can we at least ask? Uh, in Yeah, so it's it's a ballot box, official ballot drop box, big old white you know, ballot drop box with the seal of the state and everything. And they've been trying to get somebody from the government to come pick it up. And it's there two months after the election. Why is it still there? Why is there still a ballot drop box off? It's in front of Statham Hall. It has been there since November 3rd of last year. And nobody will come pick it up. And, of course, the big thing is nobody knows if there's anything inside it. You know, is is it just an empty box? It was empty and they just forgot about it? Or are there ballots in there? I mean, who knows? Uh, it's like I said, it wouldn't change the results. It's just interesting to see that they still have a ballot box sitting out there in the middle of the street. And nobody will come pick it up. Why? Why won't you pick it up? Very interesting stuff. Um, tomorrow, maybe on the premium live stream, what I'll do is I'll go over an article that is very similar to some that I've written in the past on who is actually promoting a civil war. And the answer is the media. And so we might we might go into that a little bit a little bit tomorrow. It might be a premium thing. I'm not exactly sure. We'll, we'll see how everything kind of goes. Uh, coming up next, uh, there is a lot of of Chinese military institutions that are linked to organizations in the United States. We've talked about this quite a bit on the show. We'll continue to add to that because I want you to understand what happened. We tried. I mean, we tried telling you two years ago that Biden was in bed with China. It's it's not something that is up for debate, folks. It's just not. But I've been telling you my entire career about how China owns the US media and how they do that, what their their official government plan is called, uh, the junkets, the dinners, the trips, you know, that sort of thing that they do. And it is something that clearly affects the way that news media is is presenting news to you. And there's some very prominent people that are alleged to be on the payroll of China who have attended these meetings. Who knows? But the evidence is certainly very compelling. And we know that a lot of people in the U.S. media are, in fact, paid by the Chinese government. We know that many of our main institutions are paid by the Chinese government. I've been telling you this my entire career, long before Trump, long before this election here. This is something that's always been a concern. But it's more than just that. There's a lot of organizations that are ch tied to the Chinese military. We'll talk about that coming up on 95.3 MNC. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Before we uh, wrap up here, universities in the United States. And again, I've talked about this. Remember, there is a professor at the uh, University of Cincinnati recently who called it the Chinese coronavirus or the Chinese virus or whatever, immediately put on suspension, okay? And of course, the University of Cincinnati has a partner university in China. They receive money from China. 
They are partnered with the Chinese Communist Party and their government. And so the Chinese Communist Party would not allow a professor to label it the Chinese virus. So Washington Free Beacon did um, a review of federal records and found that universities in the United States received $88 million from the Chinese Communist Party entities, which have been behind cyber attacks and espionage efforts in the United States. $88 million bucks. And it goes in, it talks about, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of detail here, but it talks about Duke University and a bunch of other prominent universities that receive a ton of money from not just China, but from the Chinese Communist Party and their military apparatus, including those who spy on Americans. 88 million bucks. U.S. media has people who have paid salaries in order to write articles. U.S. news uh, outfits carry Chinese propaganda. This is how they control the narrative. We've got uh, Bill O'Reilly up next. Have a good night.